Yeah, I think more and more of those Glee cast members are showing up dead these days. I don't know what that's about, Kyle. Darby cast, Wild Card Friday. And today, I'm thinking about talking about technology. Tech. You know, when I first realized that there was going to be a major issue with tech in today's day and age, I was with my brother. We were at a Clippers game. And I'm going to tell you right now, the Clippers do their pregame like a rave. And it's actually pretty fun. A lot of lasers, very base forward. That was when they had Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan. They were Lob City. That was a fun time to be a Clippers fan. Steve Ballmer would, I don't know, act like he was on cocaine when he was really just high on basketball, I think. And that was just a fun time. A fun aside. There was uh, a number of years ago, I was in uh, Hermosa Beach, California, and I saw Blake and DJ, and they were brown bagging it. And I went to a liquor store and I bought a beer and I put it in a brown bag. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to join you. And they were like, yeah, whatever. And so we just sat on some like bench on the beach and we were just like, yeah, basketball, what does it all mean? It's an interesting memory, but it is what it is. So tech, when I knew that tech was going to be a major whodunit, my brother and I were getting hyped at this Clippers game. And we're like, yeah, all right, Lob City, baby. And I look over to the left of me and there's this pair of young parents. Dad looks like he was just a defeated human being. like. I'm pretty sure he was wearing a tucked in plaid short sleeve button up. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, boy. This is a big issue in itself. His wife, like pregame, already plastered, like glossy eyed, just toasted. It's like, okay, all right. I know this pregame is like a rave, but like, yeah, why don't you, why don't you just kind of, play the situation and not play how you feel. You know what I mean? So then you look over a little bit farther and there are babies there. There's an infant that's like, I don't know, between the ages of one and two. And what's that baby doing? Playing on an iPad. Yes, these parents decided it was appropriate to take their child to an NBA game, which would be undeniably loud and hyped up. Mind you, Clippers games, pretty lit up. They don't do this modern-day stage performance like the Lakers used to do before the NBA turned into this really dystopian, weird whodunit of really low-level basketball. Just inter-squad scrimmage um, with fans Zoom calling in. Yeah, but these parents, they thought it was a good idea. Let's take our kids to the Clipper game. And so as the base of the music is reverberating the air in my lungs, it's just vibrating my entire being. I'm looking over at this baby 
who's just wide-eyed and like staring at some game where the only input is to like swipe a finger up and then you like get coins or something. You get gold coins. So the baby's brain is obviously getting damaged by the base, but it just using one hand to like kind of hold the iPad up, which was, I guess, impressive for the kid's age, but was just swiping for coins. And I was just looking over at the parents and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, man, you two really need to sub yourselves out. That's like, you know, now that we're on the topic of basketball, that's when you're like fully exhausted and your level of play goes down in a big way. And you look over to your coach and you kind of tug on the shoulder of your own jersey and you're like, coach, I need a blow. Give me a blow, coach. <laughs> Pull me out. I want to go back in in a second. But boy, I'm exhausted. I've been playing. I'm frazzled. I'm tuckered out, coach. And then your coach is like, all right, Randy, we'll get you back in there. I don't know if they're naming kids Randy anymore. I just don't. But yeah, all the, all the kids are just perpetually on their digital devices now. There's definitely going to be chronic neck issues for the entire population in like, I don't know, probably six months is when we'll start seeing it from people just always staring down at their digital devices, be it a laptop, a phone or a tablet. And don't get me wrong. There's cool stuff that you can do with these devices, but most people are doing pretty dipshit things like giving their iPad to their infant at a Clippers game that is almost like a basketball rave. In fact, I would call Clippers games basketball raves. Good time, very over the top in terms of stimuli input. So this baby is just getting assaulted by stimuli. There's like laser beams going into his eyes. You know, the base is just like jiggling his baby fat arms and like the basketball, the dunks that can't be good for a kid that early seeing Blake Griffin just posterize people that can't be good for a kid it's too much it's too much but yeah I don't know you talk to kids these days if you can get their attention for more than like three seconds before they're like hey have you seen this YouTuber it's like no I haven't I know like three people on YouTube and that's it they're like have you heard about Stankle McTwist have you heard about Bobby Flame Job? Have you heard about Misty 696969? She's, I look up to her and I'm like, what is, what? And it's, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, oh, the e-celebs, right? Your kids, they're watching these e-celebs. How many kids were watching Logan Paul like a year ago? And when he went into the Japanese suicide forest and was like, oh my God, there's people who actually kill themselves here. Oh. And like his audience is like seven years old on average. And it was like, dude, come on. We know the kids are addicted to their digital crack, but like, why'd you have to poison their crack? Why'd you have to put rat poison in their crack? You know, you'll have some parents who negotiate with it who are like, you know, let them smoke their crack, but don't put rat poison in it. Okay. Like, Give them the crack pipe, but make sure everything's clean in there. No impurities. It is digital crack. And I, I don't know if that's a fair comparison because I've never done crack. But boy, is it interesting, right? You know, ADD really exploded on the scene at the same time that 
digital devices really started to take off. There's probably some correlation uh, between how quickly edits are made in videos and the rise of ADHD and not being able to pay attention to anything where it's like cut from one shot to the next shot, to the next shot, to the explosion, to the next shot, to the angry face, to the explosion, to the next shot, to the next shot, to the car chase, to the, it's just, it goes really fast. And so I feel like ADD is kind of like programmed into people that their attention span. Have you ever tried to watch an old movie where they used to have to do the edits they didn't do them digitally. They did them manually. So they were taking strips of film and they were cutting and pasting them together by hand. Go ahead. I'll, tr- I'll challenge you to try to watch the movie Citizen Kane. I, allegedly one of the greatest movies of all time. I've seen it. Guy dies. He says, Rosebud. And then does this sweeping overview of the guy's life. He's this rich, fat cat. And it turns out that most of you aren't going to watch the movie. So I'm just going to tell you right now, Rosebud was the name that was painted on his childhood sled. And he was a rich fat cat. And he realized that his childhood was lost far too early. The loss of innocence of an old rich fat cat. And that for all of his money earned, he traded away so much fun and appreciation for the little things in life. like bombing down a hill in a toboggan. Yeah, I'll challenge you to to watch that. It'll feel insane because they don't make edits like once every half second. It's like every 15 seconds and people will watch it and they'll be like, this sucks. That's why people can't even watch movies from like the 60s or the 70s or the 80s because it's like, no, this is too slow. And it's like, what are you talking about? It's like, it's great pace. It's got a great pace. You don't understand. But they just need their crack. They need their digital crack. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with these kids. I think they're going to have a lot of like, I don't know. I notice a lot of kids, they talk about depression and they're like eight years old. My friends, they've got kids who are like, you know, eight, nine, ten. And and the kids are like, oh, I'm so depressed. And I'm like, I didn't know what that word was until I was like 20 years old. Like I had no idea. In fact, I heard about the word and then I was like, yeah, I guess I'm depressed. That's another thing that's going on with the digital crack is the use of psychological terminology. that's now ubiquitous in everything. It'd be like, oh, you're so borderline. You're a narcissist. You have anxiety and major depression. You are projecting. And it's like, well, some of these things are true, but everybody now thinks they're like, a, I don't know, a PhD psychologist just by like reading a BuzzFeed article and be like, Do you know somebody who has all these disorders? And then at the end, it's like, it's you. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel like the Internet's bad for people. But yeah, yeah, it's funny. I wonder what all the all these digital apparatuses. Is it apparatuses? Apparati? Kyle? Use a dictionary. Help me out here, pal. Thanks. Yeah, it's weird how information is 
presented on like the gram. People don't really think about it. I don't think they do. But like you talk about the gram, right? Talk about the gram. And I guess, you know, people use it for different things. They certainly use it for for different means and ends. But at its core, Instagram, like all social media sites, they're advertising platforms. They were they were packaged under the guise of like, you'll be connected. You'll be more connected. It's going to feel so good. But like, I don't know, whenever I go on social media, I always end up feeling like a piece of garbage after like 10 minutes. I'm like, wow, everybody's amazing. Everybody has like the whitest teeth ever. And it seems like everybody's always having fun. You know, on average, people go to, here's a fun fact. On average, people go to a wedding once every two years. So if you follow about 700 people, about actually 730 people to be exact, you're going to see at least one wedding photo every single day on average. If you just do the numbers game and you start going on social media and you're like, oh, everybody's getting married when really it's just like, no, you just follow too many people. You have no business knowing what the hell's going on with like, I don't know, 95% of those people. It's okay. Like you may you run into them. Like in the past, you'd run into somebody and you'd be like, hey, oh my gosh, what's your, what are you up to? And then they shrug in a big emphatic way and like, I don't know, I got kids, I'm married, I got the old ball and chain, that's it. And then you just go about your day. But now it's so invasive and you're like, oh man, like this person's kid had aggressive diarrhea and they wrote like a six page expose on it with a picture of a sunflower and I feel so bad for them. I'm like, why? It's like, why did you subject yourself to that? But this is the stuff that's going on, right? Real easy to get bummed out when everybody's using psychological language and most people who are on social media, they're comparing their behind the scenes to everybody's highlights. So of course that's going to make you feel bummed out and like everybody's having a good time and you're not, right? Another thing relative to kind of the ADHD thing, you're just doing a little thumb J, a little thumb job, swiping down. You're seeing like six different unrelated things in like no time flat, right? Yeah, again, entirely unrelated. The only stimuli input that you're giving is a swipe of your thumb. Or if I guess you're a pro, you're using your index finger. Is that like a pro? It could be a pro level move. Kyle, look up the stats on that. It's, um, I don't know. But yeah, it's totally disjointed. That's got to screw with the brain, right? See a photo of a wedding, then a nature photo, then some fitness chick, then a basketball highlight back to a wedding photo, vacation in Bermuda. Then you move over to a picture of a juicy steak. Then it's sushi all of a sudden. Then it's a celeb who's talking about their charity. Then it's back to a vacation photo. Then it's a picture of a leaf. And then it's a picture of a tree. And those are more related than you'll ever get. That's like the most related. That's like some jackpot. If two posts look like they almost would make sense in a series, boy, is that uncommon, right? What the hell does that do to your brain? It's got to be something, right? Right? You know, I once read that back in 
in the day, well before social media, that just with cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons, the kids couldn't differentiate between the actual program and, and the commercials until they were like seven years old. How many commercials are there now? They're everywhere. Everything's a commercial for everything, right? Social media. It's, we're connected. It's like, no, you're just like a really cheap advertiser, right? So you go to, I don't know, let's just say you go to some restaurant, you take a picture of the food and you tag the location and the restaurant. You've just given that restaurant a free ad. And it goes out to the people who follow you, the depressed people who are like, we're connected and I feel okay. Do you? I don't know. I don't know. Are there people on social media who are like genuinely happy? Is that like the biggest lie of all time? I don't know. There's got to be some happy people out there, right? Who are actually doing great things all the time. I mean, take, for example, my buddy Forrest, right? He does amazing stuff all the time, all the time. And I've mentioned this before. He's swimming with sharks and finding animals that were supposed to be extinct. I I don't know, supposed to be, but like thought to be extinct. Does amazing stuff on the reg. He's traveling around the world. He's doing just crazy stuff. Let me tell you about how overstimulated my brain is. I've just gotten to a point. I've said this before. I believe it was in the the episode, The Internet Was a Mistake, which I think there's a lot of parallels betwixt what I'm saying now and that episode, but never hurts to hammer home that point. Yeah, I'll see his post. He's like swimming with like 30 humongous sharks and I'm like, boring. Yeah, but he's doing cool stuff. He's doing cool stuff. Yeah, there's people doing cool stuff out there, but yeah, what the heck is, what are kids going to be like? Like a child that's born today, I think we're just going to have a bunch of Banes on our hands. You know what I mean? For all you Batman fans where, you know, I didn't get a cell phone. It was like a, my first cell phone, Motorola Razor. I think I got it in like 10th or 11th grade. The only game it had was Snake and you had to do T9 texting, which was slow. So you couldn't write like a short novel to somebody, mainly for calls and I think I had like five contacts. It was like, you know, four of my best buddies and then like my home phone in case I needed to contact my parents and be like, I'm in trouble. That was it. But like that would make me the equivalent of Batman adopting the darkness. Whereas like the kids today are the Banes. I was born in the darkness. They're going to be a bunch of creeps. I think like kids are probably going to end up being these jaded psychos. I don't know. I don't know. Just you're going to have like five-year-old kids running around and be like, yeah, I just took a Xanax because I've got a panic disorder. And it's like, Timmy, no, just go outside, play with a shovel, dig a hole, do it the right way, do it the right way. But most of these kids, they don't have a choice because they got these idiot parents with tucked in plaid shirts that are button up uh, short sleeves, taking them to Clippers games and saying like, Hey, I know you're not really into basketball, so like, just play with the iPad. Like, oh, you didn't appreciate that Blake Griffin dunk. You're such a dumbass. You don't even understand the game. Just collect gold coins, dummy. Like, how are these parents allowed to have kids? I don't know. You can't really talk like that. Puts you in kind of a rough spot. 
but I'm sure most of you have looked around. You know, you have. Come on. You keep this thought to yourself. But you see some parents and you're like, whoa. Like, first off, who agreed to spend time with you? Second off, it's who agreed to enter into a marriage with you? And third, who, after spending as much time with you as a marriage would dictate, was like, let's have children. Listen, we've all had that thought. Come on. Yeah, it happens. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with these kids. It feels like, like Kyle, look up the high, look up the musical. Is it Bye Bye Birdie? Was it Kids These Days? I think that's like one of the four musicals I've ever seen in my entire life. Still haven't seen the Book of Mormon. That's supposed to be good. Why did Mormons get ripped on a lot? And uh, this is totally unrelated to anything, but like, I feel like Mormons and uh, and Christians just get shit on these days. I don't make fun of Christians or Mormons because I'm like, yeah, everybody's doing it. That's um, seems like for a good like I want to say like eight ten years, Mormons were just like the punching bag of and just the butt of like way too many jokes. I know some Mormon people; they're amazing. They like can their own food and know how to make beef jerky and they're ready for the apocalypse no matter what. And they've got like, I don't know, the Von Trapp family singers. They, if they wanted to, they could just assemble their children with two claps of the hand and just be like, children. And then they would sing you an amazing song. Why? I don't think Mormons are giving their kids iPads. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe that's how we tie that in. But yeah. I don't know. This is just all food for thought. I don't necessarily have a ton of answers. It's just, uh, I don't know. I like hammering home the point that like, eh, technology makes you feel weird. It does the exact opposite from connecting you with people. Gives you something to do all the time. Even when you're around other people, you're technically, you're just not present. You're got your head in your phone. You're going to have a lifelong uh, neck issue and um, how poorly socialized are our kids going to be if they don't go back to school? Cause you know, there's a lot of moms and dads out there. I've heard a lot of dads be like, yeah, I just like can't get anything done. My kids, they want to hang out all the time. I was like, no shit. You're their dad. And then I've heard so many moms be like, well, I just want to get shit faced at 11 AM. And it's like, well, you, you probably shouldn't be doing that anyway. Like, yeah, we want to send the kids back to school. And it's like, if these are your motivations for sending your kids back to school, maybe you shouldn't have been a parent in the first place. Just a little food for thought. Um, But I guess that's neither here nor there. Um, School's not meant to be a babysitting uh, arena. It's meant to educate your children. So unless that's the motivation for your kids going back to school, maybe you just kind of, I don't know what you're supposed to do at that point. Maybe just take a hard look in the mirror and just be like, I suck. And I kind of owe it to my kids, myself and the community at large to put a little bit more effort in. And now that I've got a child, I should probably step my game up a little bit and give a shit about what they're doing and how they're spending their time. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like 10, 15 years ago, parents, they didn't really know any better, right? Because technology was all new. The kids understood it well before the parents did. But now parents don't really have an excuse. You understand that technology's got a detrimental series of effects on the human brain for the most part. 
And if you're doing nothing about it, then it's like, eh, then you're being complacent and you're not doing all you can to protect your child from uh, psychological harm. Physical harm doesn't happen anymore in this world, I guess. That's what some people are trying to do. Um, but psychological harm seems to be on the rise, right? Psychological language, you know, a whole slew of other things. It's a battleground going on the internet these days. It's just, there's too much. There's too much. Sometimes when I'm scrounging for something to talk about on the old Darby cast, and it doesn't just come to me effortlessly like it does some days, I'll go on the internet for way too long. And then I'll just feel like a piece of garbage. I'm like, oh, this is, I'll feel exhausted. And then I realize that I haven't eaten anything all day. I haven't had like more than four ounces of water. I haven't seen the sun and I haven't interacted with a single human being. I've had far too many days like that in my life. And I'm just like, oh, I feel so shitty. And it's like, well, of course I feel shitty. I got no sun, no socialization. I haven't put food in my system, nor water. I haven't done things that are like, you know, kind of part of the basics. That's what it is, right? In a lot of ways as well. The tech's super, super addicting. You ever notice how, I don't know, somebody who does hard drugs, how they live? There's I don't know. I feel like at this point, everybody knows somebody who's been affected by hard drugs, which is crazy to think. Weird, odd lifestyles. There's cereal bowls half eaten with just pools of milk in the bowl all over the place. Things are not being taken care of. But I've also been over to people's houses who aren't like strung out on age and their houses are a mess. And I'm like, why? How could this be? And it's like, no, because they're on their digital devices all the time. They don't give a shit about other things. And it's like, it's a really addictive, uh, seductive and addictive kind of thing to fuck around with. Digital crack. I don't know if that's a good comparison. Digital age, right? I used to say, wasn't it your boy Karl Marx who said, you know, religion is the opiate of the masses, but now technology is kind of like the new religion. So it's like... I guess technology is opiates. Technology is heroin. Yeah. I guess you could probably compare a heavy tech user who's utterly depressed to a heroin user and draw some parallels there, I guess. It's probably uncomfortable to be like, how am I, you know, if you're using too much tech, you're like, how am I like a heroin user? Look yourself in the mirror. You look around, your house is just a mess. Don't get me wrong. Like there have been times in my life when I've not, kept my room in in high function growing up or my house as an adult because I was just gaming too hard or doing whatever. But it's like, these things are addicting. They're really fun. They give you something to do, but they don't get you anywhere. You know, it's kind of like that happy Gilmore quote when uh, when his girlfriend leaves him in, in the beginning portion of it. And you know what she says? Some of you scholars know, but she says, you're going nowhere, Happy, and you're taking me with you. And what a call, right? So, yeah, if you'd spend too much time on your devices, just realize you're going nowhere, Happy, and you're probably taking somebody with you. That's why chicks are pissed off at dudes in a lot of ways these days. They're like, hey, can you just fucking grow up and like kind of man up and Maybe do it the right way. Take me out on some dates. Treat me right. And maybe we just have like a you know, marriage and then we just do this. 
But no, you got too many dudes with these tucked in uh, plaid shirts. So dudes, you got to step up. You got to step the heck up. Lead by example, right? Everybody's got to lead by example. It's an especially challenging time because there are a lot of temptations out there. It's Temptation Island. Boy, is it Temptation Island. That reality show on Fox that had like one or two seasons back in the day. I think that was like maybe before, maybe after the show, the OC. I don't know. I'm getting off track. But yeah, it's going to take a lot of willpower to kind of take a step back from tech and at least evaluate. And the first step to recovery from crack, I've heard, is you got to admit you have a problem. So I guess, I mean, listen, I'm not just being preachy right now. Listen, I, I... not impervious to the addicting nature of cool technologies, fun video games, social media. All of it's designed to keep you locked in. A lot of these game companies, they hire PhD level psychologists, not just your armchair BuzzFeed psychologists, like actual PhD psychologists and figure out like, hey, how can we get this person completely roped in? And you know what happens if you're a junkie, your body deteriorates. You know what happens if your body deteriorates? You probably, um, if you're a big old slob, you're probably going to be exhausted all the time and you're going to make shitty choices like bringing your child. If you somehow, if some gal says, hey, you're the lucky fella that I get to share my world with, she lets you uh, be a leave it in guy. Yeah, that's a struggle. What a world. What a world. I hope this has been cohesive, coherent. But just never forget, we built this city on rock and roll, so to speak. And like, if I could give one piece of advice to parents these days, be like, get your kids outdoors, get them off their digital devices, just take a hammer and hit their iPhone and be like, I'm saving you from a lifetime of sorrow. And just give them a shovel and be like, go dig a hole. Give them a machete and be like, go chop down some bushes and turn it into a hutch. Build something. Just build anything. Just go out into nature, reconnect. Be a naturalist. Get some sunshine. Build a fort. I'll make you feel good. Go hiking. Go stomp in the mud. Go catch a fish. Go bird watching. I don't know what anybody's doing these days in nature, but like go bird watching already, you idiots. Or like encourage your kids. Be like, let's go see a warbler. Hey, Timmy, would you like to see a warbler? Yeah, why not? Hey, Katrina, let me teach you how to fly fish, gut the fish, and then cook the fish. You're going to be a rock star chef in no time. And you'll have an appreciation for Mother Nature, the circle of life, right? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, that's um, that's something that's going on these days. Is you got a lot of addicts out there. It's very sad. Hooked to substances, whether they're digital, illicit, or otherwise. I don't know what you're going to do about that. Very tough to have a functioning kind of whodunit of a society when everybody's addicted to crap. It's true. Definitely true. But yeah, this weekend, get the heck outside. Get outside. Go to the beach. Go for a hike. 
do something fun, call up a friend, check in with them, be like, hey, get outside, pass it on. Yeah, have some people go outside, go camping, go practice your somersaults on some grass, attempt a cartwheel. Who knows? You know, I got outside the other day after spending way too much time online and I went for a jog and listen, fundamentally, that's insane to me. Just be like, I want to voluntarily run. I'm not going to play sports. I'm just going to solo. I'm going to go for a jog. But I went for a jog on the beach and then I grabbed these rocks from a jetty and I just started lifting them. And I'm pretty sure I must have looked like an insane person, caveman. But this fat guy came up to me and he was like, whoa, they're making me look bad, huh? And like deep down, I was like, yes, yes, I am. But I was like, no, come on, man. You're out here. You're doing it. And he's like, did you ever see that, uh, that lady who did, uh, who did a workout video with her coffee table? And I was like, no, I haven't seen it, man. And, um, He's like, well, you should check it out. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm never going to check that video out ever. I would rather do caveman run on the beach and throw rocks around like an absolute savage than do a coffee table workout while watching some fucking video. Maybe that's what it boils down to. Go out in nature and lift a rock. Maybe that's the homework. Maybe that's a Darby cast homework. For this weekend, go out and lift a rock. Maybe skip a rock and some water. Man, that sounds good. Anywho, Darby Cast, Wild Card Friday. That's it. Have an amazing weekend. Maybe you share this with somebody. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're a good person. Maybe you're a great person. Boom. Gotcha. Kyle, let's go get a cheeseburger. <laughs>